with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about the fanciest place you've ever eaten uh, because of uh, the story of the Sky Palace, of course, and the Premier and uh, and a few of his friends. And uh, I just remembered the fanciest place I have ever eaten. I don't think you guys have ever heard this story. Oh, good, a new oh, story. Oh, yes. But this was a number of years ago. Uh, I was on a family vacation with my family in Mexico and uh, the radio station and and myself had won this award for this Mad Dash to the Border, which was the uh, the, the border trip that we made when Mad Cow Disease was on. And, uh, you know, it was anyway, th- this is a different time in a different place because the radio station flew me from my family vacation in Mexico up to Toronto to receive this award during my vacation. <laughs> and so that was definitely so like, a different time. Hold on. <laughs> You went from Edmonton to Mexico to Toronto? To Toronto, then back, of course, after. To we Mexico again? I flew, yeah, I flew back same what day. What a milk run. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> radio had money. Radio had money. But anyway, the restaurant, and I, I was trying to Google it to get the name. The restaurant was this fancy place. It was the fanciest place in Toronto where the Queen of uh, England apparently had, had eaten before. And so I sit down. You got the chicken fingers. With all these fancy <laughs> folks, and they're all sitting there, and, and it's just like la-ti-da right now. I'm just, I'm wishing I had my my shorts on, and I was in Mexico, <laughs> and I've got a, a suit on, which you guys know I don't do well in suits. And uh, and the lady beside me is on our board of directors, and she's telling me about her life and uh, some of the achievements that her family has made. And I'm said, I am so glad I'm sitting beside you. I said, she says, why? I said, can you tell me which one of these 10 forks I use? Because it was just like, there's so much cutlery there. You're literally Jack from Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that's very true. Yeah, and, and, hey, just work your way in with the forks guy. <laughs> Is that the way it works? Yeah. And I bet you couldn't wait to get back to your buffet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I could not wait to get back for the fries. <laughs> and then you took your wife below deck and you did the spinny thing. And... <laughs> I never took my wife below deck. Deck. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's a Titanic reference. <laughs> anyway, so there are some other people talking about the fancy. What a sick humble brag Chris just absolutely <laughs> dropped on. Us. Yeah. That's a pretty crazy story. That's pretty That's fancy. Crazy. Yeah, now they don't have anything. Yeah, anyway, yes. This text says go to the keg, get the Oscar steak, garlic mashed potatoes, seafood, scallop and shrimps, all with Bernays sauce over the steak. It's the best. The oh, that sounds meal. good. Hey, we had a pretty good meal when we uh, were at the casino there by Roger's place. What was that place up to, up top there? Remember they had the seafood tower they gave it to us? Oh yes! Now I'm gonna forget the name. I'm looking it up. Chris, I, I, yeah, I'm thinking you of were the there. Place. You didn't touch a piece of seafood. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we talked to Kevin Lowe. There. Atlas Steak and Fish. That was it. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that seafood tower was amazing. I watched you guys eat the seafood. Tower. Oh, oh yeah, you didn't Chris eat it. Big dog this again. Like, oh hey, what's up, Kalo? <laughs> oh yeah. You want you want some of our onion rings on top of our seafood tower? There's no onion rings. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. For Quick Draw. Yeah, we're playing Quick Draw right now. We've got two contestants going up against each other. We'll find out who is the quickest in the West on this Tuesday morning. Julie and Cassandra, how are you ladies doing? Good. All right, this is going to be fun to try to determine which one's answering here because they sound identical. <laughs> but that's Jack's job. She's really good at... Uh, Knowing who's who here, right, Jack? Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, basically, what happens is uh, we're going to give you a, a five different questions, up to five. It's a best of five, okay? The first one to three wins. And uh, you qualify for 250 bucks. We make that draw at the end of the week. A $250 wouldn't be bad, would it? Not at all. Okay. All right. Your twin said not at all, too. (laughs) So you know how the contest works? You basically just uh, blurt out your first answer nice and loud, and we'll find out how this goes. Are you ready to go? Yep. All right. 
Name something you need for school that starts with the letter R. Ruler. Is that Julie? Cassandra. Okay. All right, Cassandra. Cassandra, you're a, you get the first point. That's exciting. Yay. Okay, Julie, <laughs> you understand how this works now? I do. All okay. Right, let's go. It only takes a little bit to get used to her. All right. <laughs> Terms of endearment that start with the letter H. Honey. Honey. Ooh. There was Cassandra? a Cassandra? Yeah. I was Julie first. No, no. I'm gonna have to say Julie. Okay. Was Julie were you, oh, let's let honor system, folks. Julie, do you think you're in first? I do. Okay. All right. All that's right. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, we're tied up at one. Here we go for question number three. An item in a suitcase that starts with a J. Jacket. I think oh, that was it. Julie. Okay, oh, who I said jacket? Cassandra said jacket. Who's on first? <laughs> <laughs> I heard jacket first. And that was Cassandra who said that. Okay, so Cassandra has had two to one. Here we go. And we're down a lot. <laughs> a vegetable that starts with the letter A. Apple or apricot. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> an apricot. I don't know. Not an uh, app. Not a vegetable. Um, asparagus. Avocado. Asparagus wins. And who is that? Cassandra. I think we kind of figured this out. Julie, the good news for you is you can continue to play. Yes. Um, okay. And, and Cassandra, you've now qualified for the 250 bucks with quick draw. Yay. And we have learned that apricot is not a vegetable. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Let's hope anyway. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> and I, I got to go out and about. I'm going to a busier place. I was in Southgate Mall for a little bit and then to run to another store in uh, South Common. And both times I went to the front entrance, there was somebody close enough that I was going to hold the door for them. Right. But with restrictions and COVID-19, I know people are getting vaccinated. Things are opening up soon, if not very soon. Yes. I still don't hold the doors for people. I feel like it's a weird thing because my mom taught me right. She said, Matt, always hold the door. And I will wait a long time, most of the time, pre-COVID to hold the door for people. Right. But now it's just so awkward. It's like, because you got to get close to them, like definitely within six feet. So like I look back, do a quick glance, like, oh, I saw somebody. And then I close the door, grab my kid, and I sprint ahead. I am no longer holding doors. And I feel like I can't be the only one. Okay. I think I still am. I'm just trying to remember. It's been a... I think I still am holding doors for people. I know Jack's holding doors. You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And I'll own Hold that. it with your foot. That's how you do it. Like, you can hold it there. At the, and people are way more respectful now because of the distancing guidelines. I have found when I'm holding the door open with my foot, they're reaching out as far as they can. So, really, you end up being pretty far, far distanced. Okay. But with my well, hip dysplasia, I can't get my foot out there far. Especially with Jack's long legs. Yeah, right? well, that is true. I may have an advantage. She's halfway in the store shopping while she's still holding the <laughs> go go gadget okay all right yeah yeah i'd say i'm still holding doors i mean yeah. in some form i maybe i am using my foot i in the I same sense as somebody attention. who follows somebody who is near the door i don't expect you to hold it for me either yeah the thing i always felt guilt not guilty of but if someone's holding a door for you you feel like you need to start to run towards always it. every time like, and they're like don't, don't run don't run it's okay but in matt's case you don't have to worry because he doesn't hold doors open anymore i, I do it because i I'm sensitive you care. to the, to you the care. blight. Matt, you care. Yeah, exactly. I do like our first text. Matt, that's messed up. Hold the door. <laughs> uh, there you go. All right. Uh, keep the text coming at 1039-39. Well, you can also call us at 780-421-1039. Is Matt the only one that's not holding doors open for people anymore? 
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Got to preface this by saying, since the world changed uh, last March, is Matt the only one that now no longer holds the door open? You used to hold the door open for people. I was raised right. My mother, one of the things she says, please and thank you to people who give you rides places and hold the door. Right. And I held doors. But now I don't, I feel like it's weird, right? I have tried what Jack said is like using the foot. and I've tried like pushing the door and timing it. Yeah. But I've also done that and the door closes on them, like slams on them before they get there. So I just like, just leave it. I don't want people, you know, we're social distancing. We're touching things we don't want to touch. I was like, just whatever. Just leave it. Hmm. All right. What are people saying? This text says, uh, I was just talking about this with my fiance last night. Matt, I agree with you. Not everybody is, though. Nope, that's the only one. <laughs> this text says, come on, Matt. You're saying if there's a senior or a mom with kids, you're going to let it slam in their face? Let's be real. I actually will go on the other side of the door and hold it shut. <laughs> <laughs> this text says, I never stopped holding doors. I'm sure at some point you're coming somewhat close to the person in the mall, so what's the difference? Yeah, maybe. You know, like we're only spending that half a second inside the six feet, but I don't know. I just... All right. I care too much. That's my problem. <laughs> Jack? I don't know if that's the problem. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking, Matt, I give you a ton of credit because you know, you knew when you brought this subject up <laughs> that you were going to get hammered on it. But... I don't know. Did you know this? Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, like, I, know okay. it's, I know it's like the illusion of rudeness. I understand. I just want to give everybody their space. For Yeah, for those that are just tuning in, uh, Matt said that uh, he's not holding doors open for anybody anymore, and he's just he says he's doing it because he cares for them. So mm-hmm. Somebody said, I sh- uh, <laughs> if you can't go in public and not be courteous, you're not ready for, to be in public. Online <laughs> shop, Matt. Whoa. <laughs> it's a door. <laughs> All right, let's take a step it's back. It's so much more, Matt. <laughs> so much more. Matt, get a life. Like, hey, guys, relax. <laughs> You knew this was coming. I, sure, sure. I, I'm only trying to be courteous. It's the most awkward situation now with COVID and masks and distancing. You hold the door, like you're too close. You're trying to push it to them. Like, it's just a door. As soon as COVID's done, I'm going to be the gentleman again. I'm open doors and hold them. This text says, hey, Matt, you are not weird. These times are weird. I always held doors open for people, and I taught my kids to do the same. But unless it's an elderly person or I can hit the button for the electric door, I'm not holding doors right now. Okay. Yeah, here's another text. Can't believe I actually agree with Matt, although it almost feels shameful. I don't hold doors sometimes. So there you go. There are others like you. I'm, you know, I'm not a sociopath. I do feel shame. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) You should. (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What's up with that, Jack? Uh, we're talking about crazy bins. What is up with that? Crazy bins, uh, people are going crazy for the crazy bins in Edmonton. Yeah, they sure are. You've probably heard people talking about it on social media and seen the lineup on the West End. Crazy Bins is a brand new store, and it is a deal hunter's dream. So one location just opened up here in Edmonton on the West End. There's already ones in Calgary and Red Deer. So it's a discount store and all items are items that have been returned to Amazon. So, you know, you get something from Amazon and you're like, ah, oh, this doesn't really work for me. You return it. This is where it goes. It goes to crazy bins. Now, every Thursday they put out all of the new items. They also call that prime day. <laughs> Everything is $25. 
It could be a gaming chair for $25. It could be a PS4 or even five, $25. Now the bins are restocked on Fridays and Saturdays, but every day of the week it goes down. So $10 on weekends. And as the supply dwindles throughout the entire week, the price gradually drops all the way to $1 on Wednesdays. So whatever is left on those Wednesdays is only a buck. Okay. But if you want the prime selection, go every Thursday, $25, anything you choose. Now, do uh, you have to book a time? There are some rules. You can line up or there's also booked times that you can go online. If you look up crazy bins, then crazy with a K, then it will be on there. You can book a time. They'll text you and you have to be there within 45 minutes. There's also some restrictions and you can find it on their website when it comes to how much you can buy. You can only buy one of each item and you can only bring the equivalent of like an Ikea shopping bag. That's all you can fit in. And then one large ticket item. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say the IKEA doesn't work for the gaming chair. No, that's exactly it. So okay. whatever you can fit in the bag, and then one large item. All so right. then I buy from Crazy Bins, then I sell it on Facebook Marketplace. You know, Matt, of all the people, <laughs> I would expect you to do that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you could do that. I don't think it's allowed though. It's not allowed. It says them. <laughs> no, but like I, I'm dubious. Like, have anybody been to Crazy Bins and? Like, is it legit? Like, you're going to get some incredible stuff? Yeah, I want to hear the stories. I mean, it sounds great, but yeah. you got to be willing to search. I mean, it is literally just a warehouse with bins. And think about uh, the stuff that you've returned, right, over the over time. Would it, would that be something that others would want? <laughs> I've only nope. returned one thing to Amazon. What? And you would not want it. A kid's toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> Were there butts on it? No. <laughs> uh Jack, you must be excited because my wife heard about this and she started hyperventilating. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I am very excited. I'm not so excited for the lineup, though. I don't know if I would line up to go in this store. Right. I don't know, but that thrill, oof, I don't know. Hmm. It's tempting. Chris, okay. you'll be in there. You no, love I'm, a good line. You're a Disneyland freak. I, yeah, only for Disney. No chance. No, I don't think so. Well, plus the man who's got everything. You should see how many gaming chairs Chris has in his house. <laughs> And they weren't $25. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Asking the question, is Crazy Bins worth all the craziness? Lots of people have been. This text says, I went on Sunday. It's full of lots of small things like return bobby pins, kids' toys, plumbing supplies, literally everything you can find on Amazon. I'm sure there is some big ticket items, but all I found was a kitchen scale and a nice laundry bin for $10 each. I'm also short, so that's a disadvantage. So you're saying the crazy bins are, t- are tall. You can't, you gotta, I guess. The, it's hard to reach the bins. Bring your high heels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this text says, I went to crazy bins this weekend. It was so fun. Kind of like Black Friday vibes. There's some good finds, but at least 20% of it was just empty boxes. People had gone through stuff already. It sounds like it's chaos. If you enjoy chaos, the people just rummaging willy-nilly. I think once in a while you're due for some chaos. It's good. No. I want to stomp on some people. Watch <laughs> Friday Maybe not like that. <laughs> All right. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about crazy bins, which are? Well, it's just opened up in the West End of Edmonton. It's like a discount liquidation world. There's new items every day. Everything that's returned from Amazon goes straight to these crazy bins, but you got to dig to find it. All right, Heather, you were there on Saturday and? To me, it was like a lot of junk. There was like boxes of chocolates that were like maybe $2 that you would buy at Walmart. Uh, there were wrapped clothing that you can't open, so it's hard to see the size. You don't even know what it is. It's like in a plastic bag. 
They don't allow you to open anything. Um, some people ahead of me walked out with big-ticket items, though. This one lady walked out with a Little Tykes Kids Kitchen set, which I'm sure would retail for about 100 bucks. Right. So she got that for her $10. Other people ahead of me were walking out with um, headphones that looked like they were high-quality headphones. By the time I walked in the door, so bear in mind, I probably walked in at about 10 o'clock. We were standing outside by 9. We probably got in by about 10. I really didn't buy anything. There was like a lot of junk that was left over. So I think the thing is you need to go there and be there the first in the line, and hopefully you get your text first. I feel like the people that got in first definitely got the better deal. Sure, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. No, that's a... This sounds so stressful. Yeah. It is stressful. It was very chaotic. There was, like, a lot of people in there, people rummaging, people getting angry with each other because they're grabbing an item that they Oh, man. It was uh, a lot of chaos. I think if you have a lot of spare time on your hands and you don't (laughs) mind eating up all day... Yeah. And and you're looking for that one deal that you may or may not get. I mean, you're you're investing in your day to to go there. Let's hope the bin has brass knuckles in it. (laughs) This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right. Who do we have on the line, Matt? Miss Kumish. Okay, Miss Kumish, because... Today's a big day. The first teacher of Chrissy Madison. Chris's road to graduation starts with kindergarten. So which school do you teach at? Uh, I just teach in the inner city. Okay. Uh, public. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. Yes. I'm not just trying to suck up because I want an easy question, but... These are kindergarten oh, questions. I'm already are nervous. You getting all the questions. Okay. I'm already nervous. <laughs> all right, Chris. Uh, it starts kindergarten to grade twelve. Your first three questions. Okay, go ahead. Ask him the first one. Okay. So I decided to pick math as my subject. Math. Math. Okay. The first one is what is the name of what do you call a three D circle? <laughs> <laughs> this is a kindergarten and question. And one more time. <laughs> yes. yes. What do you call it? What is the name for a three D circle? Is it called a, s- a sphere? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Yes. Great job. <laughs> I can tell you right now, if these get harder, he is doomed. <laughs> you know what? That seems quite advanced for kindergarten. Really? Wow. It's, in the, it's straight out of the curriculum. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. Second one is. How many sides does a rhombus have? This is kindergarten? <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, 96% of my students in my class could answer this. Well, I know a couple Four percent. percent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't even do the math for the other. I don't have a clue what a rhombus is. I'm going to guess six. <laughs> then four. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, the last one. Uh, is the trickiest. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to be honest in saying I didn't know the answer to this until I became a teacher. What is going um, on here? Okay. <laughs> what does it mean to subitize? What was that word? Subitize. So in the kindergarten curriculum, students need to subitize to five, if that helps. Oh, they, okay. That means counting. Kind of. Yeah. It means like uh, looking at a group of objects and then like knowing right away how many are in it. Oh, subitizing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. okay. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we have to let him pass because he's doomed. <laughs> <laughs> 
if this is kindergarten, I thought this was mail-in day. Like, oh. <laughs> I, I'd say you probably got go. passing, maybe not honors, but passing. I didn't want to go easy on you. No, you like, definitely didn't. No, you no. didn't. I, 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 I'm surprised I pulled Sphere out of my rear end. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Do you know how many sides in a rhombus, Buck? <laughs> yeah, like you did. Did you, Matt? I was going to say four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, Matt's got a rhombus. It vacuums up his floor. Like, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> oh, thank you for the fun. How, thank you. How embarrassing. Well, hey, you passed. No, hey, you passed. You, you got, got it. By the skin of my great. teeth. <laughs> okay. Honestly, so- kindergarten is just about learning. And, <laughs> and that's exactly what we did this morning. Part, so. <laughs> Grade one, here you come. You better get yeah. a tutor, Chris, because this is going to be a long trek, bud. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, so we just finished... Uh... Grade number one or kindergarten. No, kindergarten. It wasn't even grade number one. It was supposed to be like uh, the easy ones. Uh, when it comes to Chrissy Madison and me going through all of the years at school, that was tough. And Chris, you're not alone. This text says, I have a master's degree in engineering and I had no idea the number of sides on a rhombus. Don't feel bad, Chris. <laughs> well, I mean, clearly you're not an engineer of shapes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Chris, I'm scared for you. Those were tough and those were kindergarten questions. No wonder they can now fix all of our computers and iPhones. Yikes. Yeah. I think this is going to be a bit of an uphill slog for you. I think so too. Uh, our grade one teacher, I think she's got some different questions lined up for you. Might be easier. Okay. I Did hope you so. tell her they need to be easier? <laughs> I, might, I may have a We chat, might have to. Just to have them uh, an ounce of hope. When did you stop being able to help your kids in school. <laughs> uh, you can text us or call us, 780-421-1039. Was it grade three? It probably would be for me. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Sam Hunt and Breaking Up Was Easy in the 90s. Kissing in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 847. We've got Dean Brody coming up in a moment. And speaking of Dean, uh, at the top of the hour, we made the big announcement that the uh, Together Again, the outdoor concert series, is happening at the Edmonton Exhibition Lands. Again, the racetrack, infield, and it's an all-ages event uh, featuring Dean, the Roadhammers, Jess Moskaluk, and Dan Davidson. Also, Allie, who's from Edmonton as well. It's going to be great. Sunday, August 22nd, and uh, Kissing Country presale on Thursday for your tickets. Uh, uh, the regular public, the uh, the average folk can get them on Friday, right? Yes, and this is a, a note to be mentioned. $2 from every ticket is going to Boyle Street as well as Hope Mission. Okay, beautiful. That's awesome. Not so beautiful was my uh, <laughs> experiment going back to kindergarten. I do not remember. I remember kindergarten being a lot of uh, nap times when I was a kid and snack times and learning like, to where was counting? play with others. We didn't yeah. uh, do anything with rhombuses or spheres, but maybe we did. Uh, Miss Kumbis um, messaged me after yeah. that whole debacle, and she said, well, those are the ones I could come up with. The only other thing I could do was watch him play with a pair of safety scissors and see if he could handle that. <laughs> Should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have done well at that either. Oh. I'm not, not good at cutting uh, cutting in the lines anyway. Uh, but uh, we were talking about the fact that, uh, you know, at, at a certain point, and you two uh, haven't gotten through this yet. you just got little people. We will. But you will. At what point can you no longer help them with their homework and their schoolwork. Yes, Jack. This text came in to 103.939, grade four. Math is brutal. If it isn't broken, don't fix it. Okay. Not my strong suit. Lindsay texted in and says, I have six kids from grades one to five. 
uh, five, seven, nine, and grade 11 rather. And I have been able to help all of them through their online schooling. However, I've had to revert back to old school math, but the teacher said it was okay. It got us through. All right. Lindsay, I think you might be a member of Mensa. Yeah. How do you do it? That's incredible. Especially this next text that came in. I'm a high school teacher and I've been tutoring grade one for COVID and I have never had to use Google so much to help me understand what I'm teaching. <laughs> oh, no. Grade one. Oh, wow. We're okay. in for it. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The Need to Know National Days. I like to look at these days and... Uh, Commemorate the ones that deserve to be commemorated. For example, on this Need to Know National Day, did you know today is Call Your Doctor Day, the second Tuesday in June? A lot, of, say hello? a lot of people call their doctors now. Can I call him to let him know I'm ready for my second dose? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a national day. Don't call us, we'll call you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny because my doctor, actually, when I phoned the, the reception, it, it just went to voicemail, and then it left his personal cell number. I've got his personal cell number now. So there you go. I'm that's thinking gold. that's dangerous. Another one for Chris's deep roller dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey doc. Uh, today is national oopsie daisy day. Now what is oopsie daisy day? Come on. Come on. Matt, this is a no wonder you'd say come on cuz this this is a this is a perfect day for you. This day is uh, encouraging people to face the day positively. <laughs> and get up gloriously, gratefully, and gleefully each morning, Matt. It's Oopsie Daisy Good Day. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Beat it, Oopsie Daisy Day. <laughs> All right, but it's Oopsie Daisy Day. There you go. It's a national name your poison day. If you had to name your poison, it would be? It's in the, it's in the news a lot. Jameson? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Wine, definitely. That's your poison? Oh, it's poison. What's yours? Diet Coke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, finally, National Best Friends Day. How many best friends do you have, Jack? At least 10, and that's, I love each and every one of them. That's impossible. Name the top one now. Do it, do it, do Jessica. it. Jessica. Name the second one. Nope. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tear. So then that's your, is that your best friend? or can you Yeah, have, I'd say Jessica is my best best friend. Can you have more than one best friend? Yes, you We've can. We've talked about this before. No, you can't. You can't, you, like, literally, you say you have best friends, but you only have one best friend. It's Jessica. So the like, rest are just second-tier best friends. Oh, I feel so mean. You are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you? Do you think you can have more than one best friend? I I kind of, I don't want to agree with Jack, but I kind of agree with Jack, because I've got a bunch that I can't really And you choose. have different best friends for different reasons. Like, <laughs> no. I, I'm choosing overall, like, no matter what, it's Jessica. But there's, like, different friends that I go to for different reasons. You have great friends. You only have one best friend. Like, literally, you said, uh, yeah, Jessica, that's it. You're, that's your best friend. You don't have any others. Sorry. <laughs> Do you have a best friend, Matt? No. Do you have any no, friends? He, Couple. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> you guys, maybe. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about uh, National Best Friends Day, and can you have more than one best friend? And boy, the texts are coming in at 103939. From all my best friends, <laughs> Nancy <laughs> says, Jack, I'm with you. I have four best friends, the same since I was in my early teens, which is over 40 years. We call and we Zoom often. I can't wait to meet up with them again live. Next text right after that, I'm with Jack about the best friends. I have more than one. You just go to different friends for different reasons. However, my best friend that I would go to for everything would be my wife. There's your best friend. Aww, the rest that's aren't so your best nice. friends. That you is... only have one best friend. That's what Amy says. 100% agree with Matt. You can only have one. You have other great friends, but only one best one. <laughs> I feel like this is some sort of showdown. <laughs> You're blowing smoke to all your other best friends in quotes. Because they're not your best friends. Jack, you say like, oh, that's my best friend. 
then you're doing a disservice to your actual best friend, Jessica. Mm. But she's my best friend, so she doesn't care. She's like, no, Jackie has lots of best friends. No, you don't. But she knows she's the bestest. Yeah. She does. You only have <laughs> one best friend. You can have other great friends. Morgan has a very interesting perspective. Hmm. She says, extroverts say you can have loads of best friends, and introverts say you can only have one. That's the symbol. You ask the question, then you find what personality type the person is. And the biggest uh, thing is, what if you're a, you know, what if you think somebody is a good friend, but they they consider you their best friend? Is that awkward? Like, does, oh, yeah. does it have to be a mutual thing? This is Chris and every man in his life. <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> Chris, everybody thinks Chris is their best friend, and Chris is like, no, not really. Oh no, no. Well, my wife's my best friend. Oh, oh yeah. Cop out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.